Welcome back, listeners, to episode 240 of the FPL Surgery Podcast. We're recording on Wednesday, the 16th of February, 2022. Game week 25 has just gone. Now we're going into a double game week. Then there's a 24-hour gap, and then there's a blank game week. So we're going to try and cover both of those today because we're not going to have time to do a podcast in between. But we've got two brilliant guests today, two guys who've been on the pod a few times before. So the first one, it's Andy, a.k.a. FPL Mode. You've known from the Scoutcast, Champman, all that kind of loads of stuff, fan team. How's it going, Andy? <laughs> yeah, it's going well, mate. Thank you very much. I quite like that. It was a nice long intro. <laughs> Did I miss anything? Probably. Nah, that, I, that, there's a few other things I call myself, but I, I, won't, uh, <laughs> I won't tell the listeners about those. <laughs> <laughs> we, we, we will not. No. no, it's nice to have you on. You're always on with someone else, though. Yeah, I think uh, I think it was Irons last time. Uh, yeah, so I'm was. glad to be on with a proper FPL manager now. <laughs> Shots fired. <laughs> hopefully Luke listens, but we'll we'll see. Yeah, hopefully yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll tag him. In. I'll make sure he listens. Yeah, no, it's not. It's nice to have you on, mate. And thank you. We've, we've also got Rich again. I think this is like the third time this season. Also, I just realised I haven't given you an introduction as good as Andy. So let me do this again. We've got Rich. He writes articles for Fantasy Football Hub. Um, he's got his metric team and his normal team as well, um, but they're not both in his names. One of them's his dogs or something. Um, but it's, it's nice to have you on, Rich. What an introduction! Thank you so much. I um I haven't got as many nicknames as uh, as Mode or Andy as most people know him, but yeah, thanks, mate. Thanks for having me on. It's lovely to be here again. Yeah, it's nice to have you. I think this is like the third time this season. Yeah. So we yeah. I think the first one we did was uh, the stream on YouTube after game week one, and then. There was one before Christmas from there. And um, yeah, but I, I don't mind. I love coming on. It's always good to chat FPL with you. Yeah, that's no, good. It's good. Um, I'm just going to, I've been really bad at plugging stuff recently. So I'm just going to plug a load of stuff all, all in a row. So this is the bit you can skip if you want. Obviously sponsored by Fantasy Football Hub. And you can go to the link in the description um, to, to get a discount off of that. Um, so yeah, Fantasy Football Hub, we, we get all our stats from there. Um, our Patreon, so you just go to patreon.com forward slash FPL Surgery. You can also just Google FPL Surgery Patreon. Follow us on Twitter at FPL Surgery. Also, I've noticed on Spotify, um, you can now give ratings and we haven't got very many. So we've got lots on Apple Podcasts, but if you use Spotify, just give us a five-star review. I'd even take maybe a maybe a four-star review, but anything less, don't, you, don't even bother. Um, let's just get straight into our game weeks. Just before we started recording, I noticed, I mean, you guys have got a player I don't have and I've got a player you guys don't have. And you guys look a little happier than me tonight. Um, I think we'll start with you, Andy. How was your game week? Yeah. Uh, do you know what? I was quite happy, actually. I was a lot happier after the 97th minute of the uh, Man United-Brighton game. Uh, <laughs> because, obviously, I own Bruno, Captain Bruno as well. I brought him in for De Bruyne after wildcarding a couple of weeks ago. Uh, let's be honest, it was never in doubt, was it? Uh, he was always going to return. <laughs> no, I was literally, I was one of those people, I was sat at home and I was looking at the updates and I was just thinking, because I couldn't watch it, and I was just thinking, this, I, I can't believe it. I can't believe I didn't own him and captain him in that double game week where he absolutely hauled. And now I own him in the week where I don't own Ronaldo and he scored. And it was, we're going through all those thoughts in my head and then all of a sudden he scored and I'm thinking, oh, do I keep him now? Do I keep him and not get Salah next week? And, <laughs> and all those thoughts go through your head. And I'm like, no, 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 he's definitely still going. But yeah, no, quite happy. I had Sanchez. Uh, I had 
Trent, Robertson, Ait, Norrie and Dean, they did fairly well. Bowen is just, you know, I know he's almost 100% owned, but what an unbelievable asset he is this year. Uh, Bruno is captain, and then Mope up top, who did a, did quite well for me as well. So, yeah, 78, about 20k green, up to about 50k. So, yeah, fairly happy. Nice. Yeah, I mean, you're doing really well. Because um, I, I remember thinking a few weeks ago, because obviously we're in a couple of Twitter chats, mm. and I was thinking, you, you're miles behind me, you're not going to catch me. And <laughs> I mean, I'm looking now at it... I think you're going to do it. Like, I know you've just wildcarded, what, the week before, wasn't it, that you wildcarded? Yeah. yeah. yeah I I was looking at it. I spoke to so many people about wildcarding. I, I don't mind an early wildcard in the second half of the season, especially now they gave us the extra free hit because obviously I've still got both. And I just felt like if anything did crop up, I have those two free hits. So wildcard felt less dangerous than it normally does. And I just thought especially with double Watford strikers and crap uh, stuff in my team I wasn't very happy with <laughs> I just thought I want to get rid of it and I, and I want to not just trudge three weeks I want to really attack the next five six weeks and I've started off okay obviously 20k green and now we're starting to go into the double game weeks and blank game weeks where I got my chip strategy so I'm feeling confident and positive moving into the next kind of four weeks but we'll see what happens after that because that's when it's the real crux of it's going to happen I've got to try and plan quite well after that yeah, and thank you for not being too smug about Bruno. Um, I mean, maybe Rich will be when we when we go through his team. <laughs> no, I've, I've I've I'd rather be a bit smug about Adam Webster with his sixteen <laughs> with his sixteen point haul. Um, yeah, so I I wildcarded this week um, a bit like Andy really. Um, I've got two free hits. I wanted to start attacking this phase, um, at this phase of the season. So I. I kind of treated 25 and 26 as one big double because I was looking at wildcard drafts with Wolves defenders and maybe a Burnley defender. But I preferred sort of loading up a bit more on Brighton for Watford this week, thinking I'll target that one. And then any United points I'll get as a, as a bonus will be ideal. So, yeah, Sanchez, Mope and Webster got me 32 points between them. So I was pretty chuffed with that. Um yeah, Bruno Fernandez or Siuno Fernandez, as uh, as I might call him for a little bit, with the 24. Again, like Andy, I nearly got him in for the previous double where he smashed it, and I opted to take a minus four for Ronaldo. So it was nice to get a bit of uh, a bit of a return from him on this occasion. Jared Bowen, uh, 13 points. Yeah, much like much like Andy. Yeah, really pleased with it. And now I've got to work out if I'm gonna. Uh, go for the lesser option, triple captain of Mo Salah, or I'll go for the popular pick of bench boost uh, in 26. Nice. That's going to be a good discussion, I think, later, which which you're going to go for, because I think that a lot of people are asking that question as well. I mean, just, just on Bruno, before we move on to my team, <laughs> we were obviously talking before we started recording. And I mean, I, I was I was watching it and Bruno... I mean, there, was, there seems... I was so confident that Bruno would blank when it hit like the 96th minute. Because <laughs> even when he broke away, there were so many things that could happen. The ref could have blown the whistle. He could have passed it to Ronaldo. The, he could have been tackled or it could have been saved by Sanchez. And <laughs> none of those things happened. None of those things happened. It wasn't even, it didn't even look that clean a strike. <laughs> he's getting a bit of a name for himself now, though, isn't he? Like it, it, he's, He did this last year against Brighton. Uh, he obviously did it this year as well. You just have to keep watching until, literally until it says full time. And even <laughs> then... You can't even think that he's blanked. He's uh, yeah, it's unreal. <laughs> and I've, I, I think sometimes I say I've never captain Bruno, and I'm proud of it. But that means every time this he's done this, it's punished me, and I still <laughs> don't do it. <laughs> oh, 
But at least Ronaldo got something. That that would have been even worse, wouldn't it? Is if Ronaldo True. blanked completely and Bruno got it back. Because I feel like this season's been a massive year for that, hasn't it? Where 50-50 calls, one's gone massive and the other one's completely blanked. No, it's very true. Like you mentioned Ronaldo last time as as well. Mm. So I think I would have taken that as a Ronaldo owner, but not, Ronaldo captain, but not owning Bruno, but to be a two point difference. Because yeah. I did go into it thinking like the absolute worst, that it, the same could happen again. And I mean, it's effectively season over. I think it was just the way it came about. Like if Ronaldo had scored in the last minute, we'd be having a very different conversation right now. <laughs> yeah, just a bit. I don't think you your own. would have been doing this. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but I, th- I think the reason it miffs me so much is there's a, a s- series of events that happened for my team um, that made that very, very painful. And I, I actually don't think there's a more painful way this could have happened um, unless I didn't own Ronaldo. So I sold Sterling, who obviously he got a hat trick. Now, in Sterling's style, he got probably the least points you could get from a hat-trick. He only got 18 points because he missed the penalty and got booked. So, I mean, that's something. And I was looking at either Bruno Fernandes or Salah. I decided to go for Salah, who obviously blanked. Um, Missing out on the Bruno 12 points as well. Um, And also, I had double Brighton clean, um, as in I had Sanchez and Cucurella. Now, yeah. that also means that Bruno goal cost me an extra couple of points because they conceded two goals. Oh. So, yeah. So, I mean, if you looked at just the stats and not the actual output, Salah in the, 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 the when he played, he looked brilliant, didn't he? But it's just, it's just, just how it happens. It's, it's like I said, it's been happening all year, really, hasn't it? But yeah. um, I think me and Rich probably went maybe with the Dullard, let's just get Bruno in a double game week move. Um and obviously, you've now got Salah for next week anyway. So it's not too bad, maybe. No, it was just the worst of the three options. The best would have been yeah. to just keep Sterling. <laughs> the next best yeah. would have been to do the, the <laughs> obvious transfer. And it was the obvious transfer, going to Bruno and then to Salah, like you're doing. You did it with KDB. Yeah. Um, I've obviously gone for the other one. I mean, I can't moan. I, got, I still got a green arrow. I'm up to just inside the top 19K now. It's just been these captain swings like I had Antonio over Bowen as captain even when I had Sterling for his two assists he was outscored by KDB Jota all, all of that all of that lot um and obviously Bruno uh, that Bruno Ronaldo things happened twice now but well if this if, if you're getting unlucky but you're getting green arrows you, you've got to be happy haven't you because you just think if you're going to get lucky at some point you're going to shoot on it that's true. It's true. Yeah, and it can go it can go both ways. I guess in this game you want to get both. You want to have a good team and good captaincy. Yeah. Um I mean I had a season a couple of years ago where my captaincy was insane. It was like one of the highest there was some chart. This sounds like a real brag, but it wasn't. My team was <laughs> awful, but my captains were really good, so I ended up finishing about 20k, but it was honestly I had more captaincy points than the guy who won the game. But my team was that shows how bad the team was though. Yeah, yeah. So it's getting both of those things at the same time. I think that's very, very difficult and you need a bit of luck. Yeah. But yeah, let's um let's move on from Ronaldo and Bruno. Um, like I imagine a lot of people will be doing over maybe maybe this week, maybe not. Um, I wanted to start with it's quite a boring question, but I like it. Um so like I mentioned, we're gonna cover the next two game weeks. So we've got game week twenty twenty six, that's the double game week. And then we've got a blank in game week 27. And like I mentioned in the introduction, there's going to be about 24 hour turnaround between between the two game weeks. Um, and in that, Burnley have got a double double. So Jay Ros was asking on our Slack channel, you know, how would you attack the double Burnley double? Um, 
Rich, if we, if we start with you, are you looking at any Burnley players? Because obviously they're not doing very well in the league, but a double-double, it's pretty rare. So I went with um, Weghorst, or Weghorst, mm. however you say it, on wildcard, just with the double-double in mind. And the, he looked pretty good as well. Um, so I thought, well, if Burnley are going to do anything, it's probably going to be, he's going to probably be involved some way, shape or form. Um, but he injured his hip against Liverpool, which throws my whole plan into doubt for 26. But I don't think in 26 I would add any more Burnley. 27 would be the point where I'd maybe get a Tarkowski in, just for the fact that Leicester can't defend corners and Norcan Palace. Um, and then probably, I guess the other ones people might be thinking about are Pope and Cornet, but... Yeah, for 26, probably just workhorse due to the lack of other forward options. I've seen a lot of people mention that um, conceding from corners thing, the set pieces thing with Palace and Leicester. I mean, do you think there's enough goals from from corners to justify it? It feels like something where someone's found like a a really cool stat, and it is quite a cool stat, and then tried to twist it to make Tarkowski or me seem like a better option. Yeah, I know what you mean. But I think with that information, I probably I'd be tempted to buy a ticket to the raffle anyway. Like yeah. you're going to get like if you I mean, if you do go this week, it's not a great double, but you get two games out of them and then you get another two. So, I mean, if you do it this week, you've got four chances at something. And then the second two next week are, are more favorable. But like you say, it depends if Burnley can actually win a corner because they're not great. <laughs> they're not great from the from an attacking point of view. Um, but yeah, I would I would take the punt. I'd take the risk, knowing that I would give it. I'd give it a go. Yeah. There was this. Um, it was like a, a heat map. Well, it's it was a grid of a football pitch divided into squares, and it showed all the teams where they kept their possession. And Burnley was just the corner flags. <laughs> it was the exact opposite of Man City, wasn't it? It was yeah. like <laughs> yeah, Man City controlled the entire pitch, and Burnley was just the corner flags in their own in their own area. I think. It's got me wondering, is that just, uh, is that from corners or are they just running into the corner and don't know know where to go? Time wasting from the 10th minute. (laughs) (laughs) Which I guess would be good for clean sheets. Um, What do you reckon, Andy? I mean, are you looking at any Burnley yourself? Um, Do you know, it's one of the main reasons that I really, well, not one of the main reasons, but one of the reasons that I really liked the free hit in 27 was because I could take a punt on one of these Burnley players and not have to keep them because I'm, I'm getting real vibes of Watford, the Watford, their double game week. And we all invested in in King, Dennis and players like that. And obviously they, they, they've just been terrible. And you look at Burnley and think it's exactly the same. They're a team that are struggling to score goals. They struggle to score goals anyway, let alone with, you know, the options they've got now as well. And I just think I, I, I'm, I'm struggling to get enthused by them. In 26, yes, they've got the double-double. So if you're not going to free hit in 27, I understand getting one Burnley player in. But I think with historically what Burnley are like and the teams they're playing in 26 and 27, I think I'd probably most likely want to go with a defender. And I, I think someone like Tarkovsky or me is probably the one that makes most sense. Or Pope, if you don't have someone like Ramsdale or someone like that as well. So I can kind of understand it. But in 26, if you are free hitting in 27, I think you can ignore them. I think there's better teams with double game weeks. And I think there's teams with single game weeks that I would trust a lot more than uh, a Burnley player with two fixtures. So I think if you're on free hit in 27, you could, you can, uh, it's okay to ignore them. But if you're in both, I think one is fine. <laughs> We're going to jump quite a bit between the next two game weeks. So mm. just you meant, obviously mentioned Burnley there. 
I guess my question would be, would you, so you're, you're going to be on free hit. Is that right? Next week? Yeah. So will you be ca- captain the Burnley player? No, <laughs> no. <Okay. laughs> I, don't, I don't, I don't think so. I mean, I know like, like you just said about that stat with Leicester, Leicester are terrible in defense, but it's, can I trust Burnley to, you know, actually take advantage of that? And I don't think I can. And Palace have been good at times this year. So I, I don't really fancy that either. And I think, when you look at some of the other fixtures, Man City's the big one for me. You know, Man City mm. against Everton in that one. Uh, I quite like that fixture personally. I think that could be something where captain him a Man City midfielder in that game would be better for me than captaining a Burnley player even with a double game week. I don't say that. You're making me sad. I've been sat with Sterling and Foden that like most of the season, and now it's like I want to get get him back. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have I'll have Mares, Sterling, and Foden in that week. I reckon <laughs> that would be the dream. That would be the, if yeah. it wasn't for Cachello, that would be the dream. Yeah, it would. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but Rich, um, so next game week, would you look at captain the Burnley player? What do you mean, twenty six? Uh, no, sorry, so so twenty seven. So there's. <sighs> No, I, I'm a, I'm a bit I'm, a, I'm similar to Andy. I think City away at Everton is probably a good option, like a KDB or mm. someone like that. You've got um, Son and Kane at Leeds, and Leeds seem pretty dreadful right now. I think you've got Man United are playing Watford, and I know that both teams are dreadful, but you'd have to back Man United to sneak a one nil there. Um, so yeah, as much as I, you know, as much as you know, the double game week can play on people's mind I'd still captain a single game week player there probably a probably a Man City player yeah see, so that's interesting what you guys have said there because that makes me think there's no real benefit or not much benefit of bringing a Burnley player in because obviously we've got the double game week coming up this week and then if you're not looking at captaining those Burnley players next week there's not really much of an advantage maybe it's just looking to cover the clean sheet yeah but then it's it's a really tough one because like you say with Watford I've still got King and Dennis and I guess I've got a wild card to get rid of them. Well, hopefully I'll be using that wild card soon to get rid of them because it's it's gonna it's gonna be tricky. Um, but yeah, no, I think that covers covers Burnley quite nicely. Um, so thanks Jerry Wells for that question. Um, now Emma's got a question. So I guess this this is a bit more long term. She's asking the best defenders for the next five or six game weeks. So I guess it would be good to say you know. Are there certain defenders we're going to be targeting? Now, there's obviously this unique situation where it looks like Arsenal have got the best double game week defensively this week, but then they blank the game week after. Um, Andy, what players are you looking at, like defenders looking to target? So obviously I wildcarded a couple of weeks ago and I was looking next five, six weeks, knowing that I was going to free hit in 27. So I, I desperately wanted a Wolves defender in there because they obviously play in game week 30 as well, which is a blank. So I wanted a Wolves defender in there. I went with eight Nori because he's 4.3 million at the time. I think he's gone up a little bit since then. But I think any Wolves defender is a good one to have. I think Saiz would be the one I'd have if money was no object. But uh, I, I do I do think eight Nori is going to play the majority of games moving forward. Uh, so I, I 100% would want a Wolves defender in there. And I think I went with Luca Dean uh, because I thought with the um, fixtures that, Villa are definitely going to have coming up. You know, they've got some double game weeks coming up as well. I thought he was probably the best option. It's been a bit of a shame because recently they've gone a little bit off defensively, but I still think a Villa defender is absolutely fine uh, if, you, if you're going to try and get one of those in as well, because we know it's coming at some point. We're just not sure where yet. Um, but apart from that, it, it's, it's still back in the, the City and Liverpool boys. You know, I went Trent and Robertson. Obviously, they blank in game week 27, but I'm more than happy to hold them until the end of the season. 
uh, and having one city defender still. So I think it's it depends how you want to play, whether you want to go three at the back, four at the back. Uh, but I think I'm probably going to be most of the time four at the back with Dean there as well. Uh, but yeah, that's probably the way I would go. Would that be a, a 4-4-2 or something a bit more flexible? Probably going to be going to between 4-4-2 and 4-5-1 because strikers are just so awful at the moment. <laughs> so I've got Kane. I'm probably going to get Brozier. So it'd be going between those two um, and then downgrade the other striker and just not use him because there's no one I really want to own at the moment apart <laughs> no. from Brozier and Kane, really. No, that's a real dilemma for, for everyone at the moment. It almost makes yeah. me not care about King and Dennis as much because at least they're cheap. Yeah, true. It's just, I just feel like like well, I've, sp- I've spoken about him so much recently, and I I just know that they're not going to score. Like I think they've scored <laughs> five in ten. Like they, they, Watford themselves have scored five goals in ten games, and you just think Kane. At least I'm looking at Kane and thinking he could score. <laughs> and it's even though I'm paying six million more to, for that privilege, but um, yeah, it's it's not a nice situation for everybody to be in with these awful strikers at the moment. See, I think with them like. They well, I was going to say they're guaranteed four points, but they're not because Dennis seems to have anger trouble. But <laughs> <laughs> you can always get lucky, you know. You can always just some absolute like eventually they're going to score, and it could be one of them. So yeah. I'd say the average points, like I think FPL Review had them at five or six points for the game week. I think it was six, yeah. so an average of three per game. So it it could be better than like a single game week pookie maybe. And as are they in danger a bit now with Saar as well? Like Saar's back, how while Pedro is looking like he's doing okay as well. They can't play all of them, can they? So I don't know. Is it a little bit danger? (laughs) (laughs) These these awful assets. Are they? Are they? Is there a potential for them to be even worse? (laughs) So we're going to end up getting two points. Well, you're not. I'm going to end up getting two points from them in a double game week, and then have to remove them for a minus twelve as a thank you. (laughs) Lovely. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, never make Friday transfers, never. Um, but Rich, um, going back to Emma's question about defenders, are, obviously, are you looking at targeting certain players over the next five, six game weeks? Because it's a good point Andy made about, you know, we want Liverpool and City defenders. So it doesn't actually leave that many spots. Yeah, I think Andy's mentioned probably the same sort of players that I would go for. Um but I would still, if you've got cover or ensuring that you've got cover, I'd still be going for Arsenal defenders just because there's that potential that they blank, uh, they double, sorry, in 28. So I know they've got the, they've, I know they've got the blank next week, but it's almost like they could, they could potentially go double, blank, double. They play in 30. They've got Aston Villa in 30. Um, and then their run till the end of the season is, is nice. So, I mean, I'm on, I'm on White and Ramsdale, which I think, is is probably going to be quite a popular double up. Um, I wouldn't obviously go to three defenders. I think that's too many. But if you can ensure that you're covering their blank with a decent, you know, a decent, um, a decent other option, maybe like I don't know, like um, dare I say, it, Adam Webster. He seems like a good buy. Um, to mention him, yeah. <laughs> just have to get that in there again. Think of the um, dunk owners, mate. <laughs> oh, well, the dunk owners have maybe cost me my bench boost, but we're gonna we'll get on to that later. Um, yeah, so I still I still think Arsenal, even though they've got that blank, especially like if you know if Andy's free hitting, I wouldn't have any issue with targeting more Arsenal because of that potential double and then double when he rolls back into his previous team. See, I think I'm in a very different situation to you guys because I've only got one free hit and I've already got Saka and three Liverpool, so I can't really target like a. I mean, I could target an Arsenal player. Like for example, if I took Cucurella out for an Arsenal defender, I'd get an extra game this week. 
but then next week I'm not going to have 11 players, so I lose a game. So over two weeks they play the same number of games. So it all relies on there then being a double for Arsenal in 28, and then I'd gain an extra game. That if that makes sense. Yeah, I mean that was kind of how I was viewing my wild card this week because I was with the bench boost in the back of my head. I was very I was tempted just to maybe forego brighten a bit more for somebody from wolves or whatever and i looked at it and i thought well over the over the two game week period i think i can get to 12 sort of 12 13 doublers it was originally going to be maybe just sanchez and bruno this week um and then that would leave me with maybe nine so it was only going to be 11 if i did it that way but i thought well by maximizing the fixtures this week i actually get more over the same two week period so yeah, that is that is an interesting way of looking at it. Is you know yeah I get two this week, but then I blank the week after, and it's about weighing up the sort of the risk of if that is going to lead you to more points or if it's going to lead you to less. I suppose. Yeah, I then start weighing up things in my head and like what if the player gets injured? But I don't know if that makes a difference because the player could get injured in a double, so they only get one game. But then they could get injured like Cucurella could play this week, get injured, and then you've not got him for the blank anyway. Yeah, yeah. I, I went. I went with Martinelli, uh, and obviously he oh, got yeah. suspended. And my, my team was looking primed for this week, and obviously he got suspended. So it looks like he's probably going to be on my bench, to be honest. But um, it, yeah, it can definitely happen. I mean, when I wildcarded, I I tried for for game week thirty because I wanted to have the option of either using free hit or having the option to maybe still not have to use it. Um, but it's such a long way off in terms of. I know it's only March, but it's it's a long way off in terms of the amount of games that are going to be played before it. And I could all of a sudden be down to only four players. So, you know, eight Nori might lose his spot and Martinelli might get suspended again. All of a sudden I've only got four. So, but I just quite like the idea of having the option. If that makes sense. No, it does. I mean, I really envy the free hit next week because I mean, I've got ways to get to 11 players, but I'm going to be playing and I've deliberately held on to Liveramento for this. I'm going to be playing Liveramento at home to Norwich if he gets his spot back. And then I'm going to be playing Brandon Williams a way to a way to it's a way to Southampton of course so I mean it's not the most glamorous but I've had to do that to get Salah back in and then I've got this plan so I got you know I might have 10 or 11 players but it's not exciting playing Brandon Williams and Liveramento when are you when are you saving the free hit for um I'm gonna have to use it in 30 because I have I think it was like two or three players for game week 30. See, it fell really yeah. nice for me for this game week, but then not for game week 30. And I remember before you wildcarded, Andy, I was like, why are you wildcarding? I think you you sent a screenshot of your team and it was like, oh, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's why. <laughs> Literally, that, that, that's what I've always loved. Like people say, why are you wildcarding? And then you show them and I had King and Dennis, obviously, and then Damari Gray, Diop, Liveramento, Steer on my bench. And that was that was just six. And like, you have Madison think, as well. Yeah, I had Madison as yeah. well. I, yeah, I got Madison in instead of Bruno the, the week before we, when we found out United had a double late, didn't we? I don't think we knew it all week. Um, yeah, and, and it just made sense. It's obviously paid off now. Yeah. Or was it when Madison had a was there a game called off? Oh no, that no. Yeah, that's right. Madison yeah. had a double, and then it got called off. That's yeah. right. And then Bruno went on to haul, didn't he? This season's been so mad. I keep forgetting about like stuff like yeah. that. People don't moan about the bad luck we've had because there was so much. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we just moan about Bruno scoring in the 97th minute. And <laughs> I, don't, I don't remember moaning about that. Rich, did you moan about that? No, I was pretty happy with it, actually. No. 
Yeah. <laughs> I, I picked you guys like the wrong way. I should have like looked at people. I should have found other Ronaldo owners who didn't have yeah. Bruno. And, yeah. <laughs> and we could have all cried together. But yeah, um, no, that's that's perfect. I, actually, I was just going to mention with with Emma's question about defenders for the next six game weeks, because I'm trying to be very careful with my transfers and navigate the blanks and doubles. I'm I'm thinking of waiting, as in I don't want to change too many defenders, and I definitely want like Reese James if he's back, because mm. we've obviously mentioned that that double in 28, and if that gets announced, it's going to be Arsenal and Chelsea that double, I believe. So I mean maybe Reese James is a bit risky. Maybe I could look at someone like Rudiger, but I'd quite like, and maybe it's because we've not seen them play for a while in the Premier League. I'd quite like Chelsea defenders back because that's what turned around my season. Even though for some people. They hate Chelsea defenders and they ruin their season. Um, yeah. So I, th- I think Chelsea's a good shout. I think a lot of people are going to start getting in Chelsea and Leicester assets. Obviously, we're not going to be going for Leicester defenders. Uh, <laughs> so Chelsea defenders are the way. Just very quickly, a little kind of off the piece here as well. But I'm I'm starting to get really tempted to get some kind of Newcastle coverage in my team because they wow. are looking so good at home. And Trippier was the one I was looking at. But at home, their support is unbelievable at the moment. But Trippi has obviously broken his foot. Today. He's out till May. So he was the yeah. one I was mainly looking at. But if you want to really think outside the box, I mean, you could go you could go worse with how they're playing at the moment. Who would you go? I guess some Maximan because the strikers are so bad. Yeah. Or Target, maybe, I guess. You've got Super Dan Burn. Well, they've got well. their Target now. Yeah. And Dan Burn, obviously, as well. Looked OK. Trippier would have been the one. But yeah, just a little yeah. segue. Yeah, no, I mean, when would you do that? I guess. Well, it's 28, I guess. So when yeah. we got um, Newcastle, got Brighton at home, uh, I could see that being a clean sheet. Then they got Chelsea, but then they got Crystal Palace at home. And I think at home at the moment, I'd fancy them against uh, quite a few teams, to be fair. That Palace game might get rearranged, though, because that's blank. Game oh, of course. Yeah, yeah, of course. Sorry. Yeah. Oh, yeah, good spot. So maybe not then. Maybe not. <laughs> <laughs> right, so we're scrap, we're scrap the Newcastle, yeah, Newcastle scrap chat. <laughs> Edit that out. <laughs> <laughs> Um, no, I had another question from Jay Wells, but I'm going to leave that for a little bit. Um, and I, th- I think let's m- let's move on to this now. So I don't know if you guys did it. Um, we I asked you earlier if you could do a free hit team that you'll do for this game week. So for game week 26, I have to keep thinking what game week is. I do apologise. Um, so maybe if you guys, if you've done that, we could go through who you both got, you know, talk it out. Because I think it will be interesting. I don't think many people will be on free hit this week because it's fallen quite nicely for a lot of people. But I think it highlights what players we might want to target, etc. Um, so sure. if we start with Rich, and we start with, who did you go for in, in goal? Um, it was, that was pretty straightforward for me, just Ramsdale. It's the best It's the best defensive double in 26. Um, and he's been, he's almost been this year's Martinez, hasn't he? Just racking up points left, right and centre. Um, even when you even when you bench him against Leicester, he pulls out a worldie. I won't forget that I played Foster weeks weeks ago, um, and he, uh, I think yeah, Arsenal had Leicester away, and he pulled out a worldie like saves, bonus points the lot. So yeah, Ramsdale for me in goal if I was on a free hit this week. And Andy, you're nodding. Yeah, it's an easy one I think, isn't it? Like two lovely fixtures that he's probably going to keep clean sheets in and he sneezes and gets bonus points so easy decision see i thought you were going to go for sar or sar or however you say it now oh <laughs> i do love him but I'm, i've gone for a wolves defender in the uh in the free hit so I, I think ramsdale's the play yeah no fair enough fair enough all right so if we go on to defenders then and we we'll start with you andy 
Yeah, so I think double Arsenal defence is a good way to go this week. So uh, if you were on a free hit, I don't think it's White I would go with. If you were trying to get in an Arsenal defender not on a free hit, I think I'd go with White. But I think Tierney is probably the way to go. So for me, it's Tierney, Trent, Robbo and um, Saiz is my back four. So no Cancelo? No Cancelo. I think I think this is the kind of week where you can go for it personally. I feel mm-hmm. like in a double game week, Saiz has that attacking output that you can get. And he, he really is like brilliant in attacking sense. I think and a double Arsenal defence, I think, means that you are benefiting from every clean sheet they have. And then Trent and Robbo, I think it's great to have together. So, yeah, that, that for me, that would be my my optimal back four. No, I, I agree with you there. Attack, as in attacking that double game week. I mean, I did it with Brentford, Everton and West Ham. So, yeah. so I'll definitely <laughs> do it with these better teams. Um, Rich, who did, who did you have down for your defenders? So I went for three at the back. I went with Saiz, Trent and Robbo. And then I've gone for Livermento and Dean on the bench just because Livermento is super cheap. And Dean is has probably got one of the better, the better single game weeks this week because they're playing Watford. Um, so I figured if for whatever reason, because I've got, looking at mine, I've got one other single game week player, which we'll come on to in a bit. And if he was to be benched or injured, then Dean would be first sub to come in. Yeah, I mean, you'd hope in a game week like this, you wouldn't need a bench. But I mean, it, I guess it could happen. Imagine they I didn't find money to be a problem either. I didn't find like I was running out of cash, like, you know, with with the lack of um, sort of premium sort of forward options especially like I haven't gone for Kane for example as a spoiler but I didn't find that I was short of cash for this but you went Dean I was just about to say that and I didn't want to say it (laughs) (laughs) it had to be done it had to be done (laughs) he's not happy he's not happy (laughs) how do you exit this call (laughs) I mean it's it's quite similar defence is your, your target in there isn't it yeah. yeah, it seems it. Yeah, yeah, cool. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's it. He's not saying anything now. Human, human. <laughs> yeah, I'm like Corf. I'm on a ledge. Yeah. <laughs> you know, Corf oh. ain't like that. But uh, we move on to, to to midfielders then. Um, if we start with you again, Andy, um, what mids did you go yeah. for? Yeah, so uh, a bit controversial. Went for Salah. Uh, oh. I think he's got got good fixtures. Makes sense to me. He's he's due as well. Uh, Bowen, I think, is one player, although he doesn't have a double game week, he was in all of my drafts. He's got Newcastle at home. He is in supreme form at the moment. And if you went against him, you, you just could be playing against him. You know, I, I know players out there that are, still don't own him. And I, you just think it's, it's mad. Um, FPL tactician. <laughs> yeah, what's that? What's that? <laughs> um, and I've got, uh, I've got Saka in the middle. Um, it would have been really tough between him and Martinelli, I think, because I, I, I think... Martinelli is better value, obviously, but Saka I do love this year. And I think now that Saka's got the double, I think that's absolutely fine. Um, and then Ramsey was the other one I went for. Um, I feel like he is the perfect player to have on a free hit because he's that cheap midfielder option that you can put in and, and freeze up a bit of funds elsewhere as well. So I quite like those. The other player, obviously, I probably put in there too, which you would bench Ramsey potentially then is, is Son. But I've done the opposite of Rich, and I've got Kane, not Son. Spoiler alert. Uh, so yeah, that's that's my four across the middle. Nice. I mean, you're surely surely you'll play Son over Ramsey if you if you had both. If you had him, 
Yeah. But I, I basically, I didn't want anybody to think that I'm ignoring Son. Like, obviously, you can have <laughs> Kane, basically, out of the two of them. No. Awesome. Um, Rich, are your midfielders very similar, I'm guessing? Very, yeah, very similar. So Salah um, probably would get the captain's armband. Then you've got Saka, uh, Bowen, Ramsey, and I've I've gone for Son, just as that sort yeah. of that fourth in a 3-4-3. Three, three. Yeah, no, I, I like those. I mean, I think the where I'll differ from you guys um my, what i what i have written down is very very similar um i'd probably actually i'm quite torn on this i probably would avoid avoid bowen as well like i, I wouldn't like Ooh. it but i just feel like if i was free hitting and i am starting bowen in my own team and i'm not saying you know transfer him out i'm not saying bench him but if i was on a free hit i'd really want to attack it i'd want jota because i feel like these are attacking fixtures um yeah so I'd, I wouldn't have gone for Robertson. I'd have gone for Jota. So then I'd have Jota, Salah, Son and Saka. And as a Saka owner, I feel quite lucky because going into this game week, before he got his red card, you know, I was thinking, I've got Saka. I don't want to get too many Arsenal wins because I'm not free hitting, but I need Martinelli. And yeah. I'd have had to look at removing someone like, I'd have had to remove Foden or Bowen. And I don't think I could have justified it. So I'd have been terrified not having Martinelli. So... Yeah, very unlucky. Very unlucky for people people who owned him. So, did but neither of you had Jota there, is that right? No, no. I, I I I love the the Trent and Robertson double up going into this this double personally. See, I like them long term. Like I, I feel like looking at my team, I'd rather have Robertson. I just feel like for a double game week, yeah, I'd be terrified not having Jota. Yeah, I've got. I mean, I've got Jota. I I kept him on wildcard, and Jota versus Robertson was the the most difficult call mm. for me. And <clears throat> I think probably after this double is when I'd probably I'd look to move off of Jota for a Robertson, for example. Um, but when I saw that he was meant to start versus Burnley, and then a dead leg sort of kept him out, he started tonight. I think I I mean I maintain Jota's now first choice ahead of Firmino. So, like you, in these games where, I mean, as a Liverpool fan, I'm potentially a bit biased, but we always look a little bit shaky. We never, like, I feel like a lot of our clean sheets are fortunate. Um, Long term, yeah, I agree. I probably want Robbo. But for this particular uh, game week, there's going to be loads of goals in it. And I think Jota will do well. Something quite interesting, actually, is you, obviously you mentioned that money's been no issue if if you were free hitting. And... I mean, would either of you consider Mane? Because I almost feel like I'd go Jota over Mane. I feel like with Mane, he's a bit more at risk of rotation with Diaz now. Because Diaz has come in, that's where he plays. He's a left-sided winger. Um, And when he has played for us, he's looked very, very good. So I almost feel like he's even riskier than he was initially. On a free hit, like you say, it could be worth a punt. It'd be a big differential. Yeah, huge differential. Mm. Um, it's just I worry about his minutes probably more than Jota and probably more than Salah. Do you agree with that, Andy? With with Mane? Yeah, I think so. I th- I think there's probably people out there that would go for that risk, and and I could understand it. I think I I just love the reliability of of the others more personally, mm. and even Jota. I, I, I opened up this can of worms, what, about a month ago, saying I thought he could be a better asset than he is. And people said, oh, yeah, but he's second and all that kind of stuff. But I, I just feel like he could have exploded this year. He could he could have been in mm. every team. He could have been getting, you know, averaging, what, a goal every two games, whatever it is. But 
it just doesn't seem to have done it like and I just look at someone like Robertson and like you said maybe I'm thinking more long term than just this one week but I just look at it and think yeah I think I'd still rather have those two but Manny's an interesting shout if you really wanted to go for it and wanted to go differential you'd already got Salah you're not going to be losing that much are you so could be worth a shout yeah and if he went off like we said it'd be yeah. such a big differential what's he owned I don't even know what what percentage he is owned at the moment it must it be must under five percent I mean, I'd imagine at the higher ranks, it must be like less than one, must be yeah. less than one or two percent. Like, unsurprisingly, because he's not obviously not, not 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 been playing for a while and he he is expensive. Um, uh, he is two point three percent owned. Is that overall in the game? Overall in the game. OK, so it must be much lower in like the top hundred yeah. K or so. Yeah, no, brilliant. Um, I guess we're going to move on to everyone's favorite position now strikers <laughs> um, <laughs> i mean I, i'm imagining well you've already mentioned andy that you had kane yeah did you have kane as well rich nope because you went for son yeah yeah i just yeah. i think i mean like, you know it's, it's interesting because like you know money is no issue but mm. i don't really fancy a double up on spurs right now i mean they, their underlying numbers are really really good like very good yeah. and um, the week before i wildcarded it was that was a big reason for me captaining well bringing in and captaining Kane because I had to make a decision I was like I can either get Bruno now and not wildcard I can go for somebody crazy like Kane and captain him for a week and wildcard or KDB now KDB obviously got his tapping rebound goal for an 11 pointer and Kane did nothing so that's just echoes a bit of what you were saying earlier with these savage swings or I mean I could have rolled a transfer and captain Jota and he got 16 points um but yeah I don't really feel like a double up on Spurs attack is is um is worthwhile right now yeah there was like um a period of time where I'm sorry Tottenham sorry I almost got Tottenham and Arsenal mixed up there Tottenham were getting some really good underlying numbers um but they were playing against 10 men a lot and I thought this watching the Brighton United game yesterday Brighton looked incredible the first half United looked awful United scored, there was a red card, and then suddenly, you know, all these Bruno Fernandes chances and Ronaldo chances started appearing. So there could be that with that, you know, the Spurs day to where it looks really, really good um, just because of the red cards. Um, I mean, I haven't looked into it any further, um, you know, before the red card and after the red card. But I mean, it's something that's in the back of my mind all the time. Um, Well, not all the time. Um, But Andy, um, so you've gone for Kane, but you didn't go for Son. I have, yeah. So I went with Kane. I, to be honest, it's a toss-up between the two. And it was just that I, I felt like I could have some other midfielders that I would like. And I really wanted to have at least one striker up top that could really explode uh, in the double game week. And don't get me wrong, they got Man City away, which is the worst fixture in the league. But, you know, he can do it against City. And Burnley away, I think, is a lovely fixture still as well. So I, I just thought... Like I said, I just wanted that other player in my team that could really explode if I wanted him to. And I don't know, have we seen that from Son recently? I mean, we haven't seen it from Kane either, have we? No, but uh, but I did, I did, I just thought my team looked a bit better with Kane up top there. It's funny how things change because a couple of weeks ago, everyone was like, I think it was against Leicester where you know Kane's numbers looked incredible. Everyone was like, mm-hmm. we need to get yeah. Tottenham. A couple of games and it all changes. And yeah. I mean, it can change back so quickly as well, especially you know in a double game week. I was just wondering, so Kane obviously plays City, like you mentioned. Who has more chance of scoring, Kane against Man City or Josh King at away, to, no, at home to Palace? I don't understand the question. 
No, it's just like so, <laughs> no, I know, I know, I know. <laughs> I would say, I would say, Harry Kane. Okay. No, because it's just they won, when you they said... won one nil, didn't they? Was it reverse fixture was first game of the season, wasn't it? And Son scored. Was that oh, oh they all reverse of game week one? Yeah. Ah. Yeah, they are. Yeah, yeah. But it's obviously the double makes it seem yeah, yeah, it makes yeah. Oh, of course because it's Leeds against United as well. Yeah, Liverpool Norwich. Yeah. Yeah. So it's I... um. Uh, yeah, and obviously, you know, uh, Spurs won that one. It was obviously under different management and all that kind of stuff. But um, I think you never know. They could do it. Man City are flying, absolutely flying. The only thing that annoys, uh, well, the only thing that annoys me a bit is obviously they are absolutely ruined Sporting. And I thought they were going to rest a few players, but maybe they're not going to do that now. But we'll see what happens. I, I think the Spurs assets fine in this game, we know. Yeah, nice. Um, who were your other two, other two strikers? Uh, so my other two strikers, uh, Rich is going to be annoyed with me because one of them is, is his shout basically that he came up with <laughs> and then he, and then he scored against Spurs and now everybody's jumping on him, which is Jimenez. Um, fair play. Uh, I, I, I even remember Rich put it in the group and I went Jimenez. Really? I <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and now he scored. That was all of my wildcard draft as well. You lost. I don't remember that. Um, and, <laughs> <laughs> and, and, <laughs> I, I, to be honest, I'm looking at the fixtures and you just think, you know, Wolves have got, who have they got? Leicester and Arsenal. Leicester can't, can't defend for, for Toffee. Arsenal is not the amazing fixture, but I think even just against Leicester, that's lovely. So I think Jimenez is a great shout, especially if you're not on free hit as well. Um, and obviously he, he plays in game week 30. So if you're not on free hit, that's great. Uh, my other one uh, was Odson Edward, uh, oh. who, yes, I know. They're biased uh, in that because you own him. I was going to say, what's this all about? I feel a little bit biased there, but uh, obviously he's got <laughs> Chelsea at home and we don't know what Chelsea are going to look like when they come back. And then they've got Watford. So if he it's in those two fixtures, I fancy him to get a couple. Get, yeah. That's my three. I think I, I think your internet broke up a little bit there, but I, I got the gist of it there, Andy. Um, <laughs> Eduard is definitely going to bang. So everyone get him in. That's what I'm yeah. <laughs> what, what about you rich so yeah. i'm guessing yeah. you've copied andy and have jimenez yeah i've decided to jump on the jimenez bandwagon after after uh, andy's been plugging it for a few days now um i've gone with <laughs> i've gone with weg weg or weg again um just he looks good and he's still low owned i know that i know the um i know the double isn't great but lewis dunk got sent off to knee for brighton against man united I think uh, I think it was FPL Banger or somebody uh, wrote that in the nine games without Dunk, Brighton have only kept a clean sheet once. So if Dunk, well, Dunk's obviously missing for that. That could mean that uh, Weghorst gets lucky. And we've seen that um, Jimenez do well against Tottenham on the weekend. So he, he could get he could get something there. Um, and yeah, Jimenez. And then I've gone for Lacazette or um, the affectionately known lack of threat. Um, his XGI numbers are good, and it's a double game week for Arsenal. A lot, most people, me included, not on a free hit, have gone for double Arsenal defence, but just mix it up and go for double Arsenal attack and hope that they absolutely batter Brentford. I'm glad one of you mentioned Lacazette because I've seen a lot of people talking about him, um, about you know his underlying stats. I even saw Mikel on his algorithm had him top um, for strikers as it as it stands at the moment so you know there's a few signs pointing towards him and the strikers are awful mm-hmm. 
I guess the only bad thing is he's and he's on penalties, but he's a little bit expensive. Yeah, he's like eight point three, isn't he? Um, and I think with Martinelli getting sent off, there was talk of Martinelli playing through the middle as like a mm. nine. And so now that he's been, well, he's been suspended for the plum tie of that double. Lacazette should start, and feasibly he could do he could do quite well. What do you think about Lacazette, Andy? Yeah, it was somebody I was going to mention is like a kind of off the cuff thing as well. I, <laughs> I really don't mind it. As a, yeah. <laughs> I really don't mind him as a pick. I, I think um, I completely agree. It's why I wanted Martinelli was because there mm. was those rumours of him playing through the middle. And I, I just thought with Aubameyang gone, he is going to get those those opportunities to play through the middle. And obviously how he's suspended, it hasn't quite worked as we wanted to, but that can only make Lacazette more of an option. Um, and with those fixtures, Brentford and Wolves, Wolves is a tough fixture. I can see that being nil-nil, but Brentford's a lovely fixture. But, you know, they they love conceding chances at the moment. So I think if you're on free hit, I, I, I can remember years ago getting Lacazette on a free hit. He always seems to be that perfect free hit player. He's like somebody you never want to own, but in one week where he's got good fixtures, you can own him and he can be a double game week hero. So, yeah, I, I think it's it's worth a shout, definitely. Yeah, and if, if, if it was Aubameyang, for example, I know Aubameyang's left, but say Lacazette had left and Aubameyang was still there, people would pay a lot more money for him because, you know, he's nailed and on penalties. Yeah. So I can see the appeal. I've also realised while talking about this, obviously we said the free hit is just more of a, just to get an idea of players. Now, I guess, obviously, if this was a real-life free hit, you then wouldn't be able to free hit next week and you'd have a load of Arsenal players and Liverpool players so yeah. actually this wouldn't work for a real life free hit so it's more just I guess transfer targets yeah yeah who takes pens for Arsenal at the moment I can't even remember now yeah I thought it was Lacazette yeah yeah, yeah so you know two games where he's penalty taker as well yeah yeah hmm. maybe and targeting penalty takers I mean it's always a good strategy especially in a double because I mean I remember people ta- um, targeting you know defensive midfielders who take penalties in doubles before and, and getting getting away with it. Um, yeah. So, yeah, def, definitely a possible strategy. Um, I think what we do now, that's, that's been really useful going through those players. And obviously it comes with all these caveats because of the blank and double game weeks. Um, it's made the weirdest situation I remember for a long time um, to have, you know, a double, then a blank, then a possible double, not even confirmed um, with double doubles for bad teams. And But yeah, we'll go for the piss break. We'll come back. And then we'll go through a couple more questions and our, our plans um, for the upcoming game week. Welcome back. And we're going to go straight into a couple of Twitter questions. We're then going to do the same kind of thing with a free hit for 27, just to give an example of players we might be looking at um, for that game week as well. Um, So our first question, it's from Mark. So how much of a risk is there of Salah being benched in one game of his double? With so many doubles to come, should we play it safe and just captain Salah and save the triple captain for one of the many doubles yet to be announced? So, I mean, I think this is one of the biggest topics I, I've seen, you know, scrolling through Twitter, etc. Um, people are trying to work out, you know, if they should triple captain Salah. A lot of people seem set on it, but there's a few people, you know, with little doubts in their mind. And I guess that's even before we question if Salah's even the best captain this week. Um, so, Rich, if we start with you this time, Salah, um, 
I mean, do you think he's the obvious captain? And what about triple captaincy? Um, yeah, yes to both. I think he'll start both games. It's just whether or not he gets 90. Like if we are, you know, two, three nil up in each game, that I think there's a very real chance he comes off, regardless of his actual goal involvement, because we've got the Carling Cup final or whatever it's called nowadays, the Carabao Cup final after the uh, Leeds game. Um, we're playing tonight. Um, and then we've obviously got Norwich on Saturday. So I think I think there is a chance that he'll get reduced minutes. But, you know, last season against Crystal Palace, he was benched. He came off the bench and got, I think it was like two goals and an assist, a max bonus in about 25 minutes. So it doesn't really matter for his, his, his minutes. He can, he can do some serious damage. And they are the best fixtures you could ask for in a double game week. You've got the best player in the league, in my opinion, or that certainly the best FPL asset we've got this season coming up against the two teams that you'd want them to come up, both at home. The only reason I might not triple captain him is because I'll bench boost, but I'll certainly captain him because he's by far the standout captain this week. Um, but yeah, I wouldn't overthink it. I just I just captain Salah. I don't think there'll be any better double game weeks. From, from having a look into it, I can't envisage a better one anyway. I like the point you make there. And I, I remember a few weeks ago, there was a handful of people that triple captain Salah at home. I think it was at home to Newcastle. Um, so, I mean, basically, even if he did just play one game, and it seems unlikely, it seems like he will play both, you're getting an amazing fixture, like you say. So that makes me feel better about it. And the fact that if his EO is going to be over 200%, you know, I'm, everyone's going to fail together or, or most people are going to fail together. And you'll actually get gains from him because the worst thing is, is having a, a captain where you, you don't want them to score. I, I absolutely hate that. I'm, it's, it's so boring. It takes the fun out of the game. Yeah. Um, Andy, what, what to, do you um, think about oh, Salah? Sorry. I was just going to say, I was speaking to the guy that runs live FPL earlier and he reckons mm. that his ownership will be about 230, 250. So yeah, everyone's going to do it. I think. Yeah. I think for good reason. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, are you, are you on Captain Salah, Andy? <laughs> yeah, yeah, but I'll be I'll be using triple captain on him. I think this is almost one of those um, uh, instances where being on Twitter, looking at content, things like that, can sometimes hurt you because I feel like there's a lot of casuals out there that don't look at anything and they will look at those two fixtures and go, "Of course, I'm going to triple captain Salah." Whereas we're going to spend the next week thinking, "Oh yeah, but maybe you could go on Trent because he's you know way more secure with the starts and he's not going to be rested, not going to get rotation." And you start those those the kind of doubts start trickling in, and I feel like you're going to look back at the end of the season and go, "Why did I not just put my triple captain on on Salah against Norwich and Leeds at home?" And like Rich has just said, he's he's even if he plays one of those games, he could be the best triple captain option of the season. So you look at it, I think I think it's I think it's silly to maybe not silly to look elsewhere. Obviously, you could always look elsewhere, but I, I think most of us will start thinking that yeah, of course he's the best asset. For me, I think if you're looking at it and worried that he's not going to return then you need to completely fade him and go somewhere else you need to look somewhere if, if you really think he's going to be rested and he's not going to return then look elsewhere and try maybe try and captain someone like Trent instead because that's the way you're then going to get a return you know try and get a differentiate from everybody else but I can't see anything else I think he's going to have a great week yeah and it wouldn't I mean even if you went triple captain Trent and I know it's all about scoring the most points if you triple captain Trent 
you're still going to want really specific things if you want to watch the game mm. and enjoy it. Because I was even thinking back to yesterday's game. It was like Ronaldo had chances, but Bruno created them. And I'm like, oh, you know, I don't want him to score if Bruno assists him. And you'll, you'll have that because, you know, if you, if you get a Trent goal, but Salah, you know, hoofs it to him, you're going to, you'll probably, I haven't done the maths, but if it's right and it's 250% EO, you're going to lose points or be pretty yeah. close to losing. You will, lo- yeah, I think you would lose points or be very close to break even, even from a Trent goal. Yeah, it's, it's ridiculous. 250%. Yeah. You're barely gaining with your triple captain. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a um, defensive move, and it is a defensive move. Yeah. And I think that's something else that people that don't play with as much effort and sort of like time consumption as we do, they'll just captain him and be like, cool. Yeah. He scored me 57 points. Fantastic. But we'll look at it and be like, we haven't moved in rank at all with that, but you do it to protect yourself. Yeah. And I think you would, even with like 240% EO, you would, you would move. um, Especially if you, if you went big, because I know that week where he went big against Man United, like he was highly captained. I know there was this Havertz movement. Sorry to mention that, Andy. Mm, um, no worries. Or was it both of you? No, I went, no, it was I just went Andy. Salah. I'm sorry, I'm sorry to mention to it. Havertz. <laughs> but he, like, Salah was still big ownership that week. And the gains were so big because the points were so big. Um, yeah. Because, you know, it was almost unheard of points. So if Salah does something like that, I think, I, I think like you guys, I think it's an absolute no-brainer to go for Salah. And you know, and it, de- definitely use a chip on it. And it and it's such a common misconception that because he's going to be 250% EO, you're not getting the most out of the triple captainship. Like if mm. he's if, if we're looking at it and he is the best option we've got as a triple captain option all season, then you use your triple captain on him. Like it it doesn't matter what the EO is. If he gets 30 points and nobody else gets 30 points in a single game week, then he was the best option, wasn't he? So I think a lot of people get. Get, get confused with EO thinking that it's not worth it but it's still it's still the best play yeah and I think I mean I don't know if this bit's controversial but I think if you're going to go away from Salah because you don't think Salah's going to do well like you said mm. I wouldn't want to triple captain Trent because I think if yeah, you yeah. think Salah's going to do well yeah then yeah. then yeah it's, you put yourself in a weird spot if you want to be different to be different I get that but I'd go for a different player like in a different team in a different game you could actually, you could go Ramsdale or Tierney or save no. it for another week. But yeah, going for Trent, it feels like you're trying to cover a triple captain, but have a different, it feels really weird. And, and I, I suppose, do you go down the route of if you're not going to triple captain, but you have your bench boost, still captain Salah, but your bench boost is going to be the differential against everybody else like that. Everybody's been talking about, haven't they? Like you said, triple captain or bench boost. I, I I can't look beyond triple captain this week. No, I, even if you've got four people with double fixtures this week, I'm still finding it hard to go against triple captain because I can imagine later on down the road, you're going to have four subs with potential double game weeks. Whereas this week, you're not going to find another week where the best player in the league is playing Norwich and Leeds at home. I think it's I think it's chip dependent. So my plan was to free hit in the big double of 36. So I can't yeah. use I can't use bench boost then. So... <laughs> My plan was to wildcard now, potentially bench boost this week and look, basically look at the the gap between bench boosting now again and maybe losing out on triple captain a little bit, but not having to worry about planning my squad for 15 and just removing that problem, you know, because, you know, Flappy, you haven't got your bench boost anymore. So you can just focus on your 11 for the rest of the season. So 
that's that's why I'm considering bench boosts because I can get I can get rid of it. I can focus on the eleven. I'm not going to use it in a double anyway, and you know because I'm going to try and free him thirty six and maybe even thirty three. Just get rid of him and then and then I it's easier for me to just place a triple captain chip down in another some sort of double week than um you know then it is easier for me to plan try and plan a bench boost and elongate that over the next sort of like 10 weeks if that makes sense yeah yeah it does i i just think it's a weird season like we were just saying about free hits and we're not finding it hard to with budget because you know we've got these players that are smashing it at lower prices and we've got premiums that are just not doing it especially up front you know ronaldo lukaku kane if they were all screaming it we'd find you know trying to pick teams tricky i just think people are overplaying it with this 10 weeks down the line can we still you know having to pump money into our 11 if we're all that kind of stuff and i just think actually i, I could make a pretty good bench hopefully yeah. uh that would probably last <laughs> me but yeah hopefully you know last year the season ramsey's smashing it you got you know those wolves defenders arsenal defenders that are cheap and i don't i don't know i think I just, I don't know. It, it is completely team dependent. Are, are you definitely bench boosting, Rich? No, I'm not because, so there's there's things that are starting to creep in now. So Veghorst might be out of a hip injury. That would mm. just, that would just null and void it there. I'm not going to bother with it. Um, the loss of Dunk. So I've got, I'll, I'll have Sanchez and Webster on the bench. And, you know, if Veghorst was out, then maybe there's an argument that I could bench boost because then they've got a stronger chance of a clean sheet. But that is a big clean sheet wipeout for me on a bench boost if I'm to lose that. And with no dunk, it might push me towards the triple captain more. So I'm not set on it. And I'm always going to be flexible. I'm not going to be stubborn and be like, no, I said I was going to bench boost. So I'm just going to do it because it's not it's not, it's not, not the right way to play. But if it all fell kindly, then I, I would still, yeah, I'd still bench boost. But it's looking like it's not going to now. These players you've mentioned, so you've mentioned obviously Dunk, Martinelli, Weghorst. These are the kind of things that can happen. It shows these things can happen. You know, if you're going into, say, 36, when a lot of people might be looking to bench boost because it's going to be a big double, you can get these weird things that happen that then might force you into like a a minus eight. And it's it's weird because the reason I bench boost was to avoid the situation that Rich is in. Um, You know, my bench boost didn't go very well. However, if I'd done it a week later, it would have been like 20 points um, like FPL Focal had. (laughs) But I just wanted to get rid of it because you're in a really difficult spot now because I I feel like I'd want to get I sober you. I'd want to get rid of the bench boost, still get rid of it. But then you're avoiding the Salah triple captaincy. And that doesn't feel right either. Yeah, it's a really tr- it's it's very very it's very very difficult now, and I think because I because I prioritised Brighton slightly more than I was going to originally, it does mm. force my hand a bit more, with it making it a bit more difficult to get a successful bench boost out. So, I mean, like Andy said, we're not struggling for money, so it could just be that I just sit on, you know, Webster, uh, Ben White, Sanchez because they're pre- they're pre- pretty cheap anyway, and just have them on my bench and just wait, but. I don't necessarily want to. I won't be using it in 36. I know that because I've 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 wildcarded at this point to avoid wildcard bench boost 35, 36. So I've I've decided to go that way. So I'm not gonna I'm not gonna use it in 36. So I yeah I'll just it might just be if I do triple captain this week then I just look at single game weeks and if it looks like a good one I'll just play it. Yeah, no, that's that's literally covered pretty much all of it and showing showing what a nightmare it is. Um, I think we've all got slightly different views, but I think we all agree on some things there. Um, 
I, I just think I know I go on about it a lot, but I, I hate the bench boost. And this is this is exactly why. And I remember the first ever surgery episode I did. And it doesn't annoy me, but I bring it up all the time is I mentioned I might bench boost game week one to get rid of it. And then we had yeah. like Iceman got a complaint because it was someone thought I was just doing it to be lazy. Like I didn't want to have to think about it, <laughs> but it's it's because of this. Like, I think I feel like we use it wrong. I feel like we we try and plan for a bench boost, mm-hmm. and that's the problem because you only need one of your 15 players to get injured for it to be kind of nulled. Whereas I feel like it's a chip where it's more of an opportunity chip. It, it's more of a oh look at this week, all of a sudden I got 15 players that could play and do well. Now I should play it as opposed to planning for that double game week where you need everything to fall into place really well. And like you just said with Rich, he planned it after a wild card as well. And through no fault of his own, Redhorse is now injured and, and Brighton look like they're going to struggle without Dunk there. And all of a sudden it's like, no, 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 I can't do it now. And it's 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 more of an opportunistic chip, I think. And people are trying to use it as a planning chip. And it's, it's really tricky to do that. The, the problem you've got is you've got like this ticking clock. And so, you know, you yeah, give no, up true, opportunities. Yeah, yeah. You get to game week 36, 37, and you're like, oh, I've got to use it now. And, yeah. and you also probably at that stage of the season you're trying to chase some like kind of rank goal chase a mini league rival so you start doing like a i don't know a minus tw- i did a minus 12 to bench boost last year um <laughs> it's just you know just to try and get you know get a good bench boost but it's like one of those yeah. things like you'll be like yeah i bench boosted and got 30 points but i did minus 12s you know three weeks leading up to it and that's the true story behind it not just that you know this was worth this many points yeah, yeah. Much and that's what i mean in terms of sometimes the opportunistic bench boost mm. is better because you're like, you haven't used anything to get there. And all of a sudden you get to a week and you think, that looks quite nice, actually. And this week was almost that week where you've got like those nice single uh, single game weeks with Aston Villa and things like that. But, you know, you look at it and actually triple captain Salah is, is looking much better for me. Yeah, that's been the foil for Rich there. that The best triple captains fall in at the same time, the best possible yeah. bench boost. Typical. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, no, that's brilliant. Um, so we're, we move on from the questions. So what we're going to do now is we're going to go over quickly like a game week 27 team. So we're talking about the, you know, the, the next game week. So the blank game week. Um, and this will probably be a week where people are actually free hitting. I know Andy's looking at free hitting um, just to see the kind of players we're going to target, because I think it will be useful as well. You know, if we're transferring players out this week for the double, we don't want to be transferring out players that we then want straight back um, because they've got good fixtures. So I can't remember who I started with last time, but I'll start with you, Rich, uh, with, with the goalkeeper. I've gone for Nick Pope. Um, I imagine it'll be a, probably a popular choice on a free hit in 27. Um, it's a good double. Um, he's like He had a, what was it, the double he had last time? He got 19 points, which 19, is ridiculous. Yeah. Um, and it wasn't even a great double. Um, but yeah, I think I would go with Nick Pope, Crystal Palace and Leicester as a, a reasonable double. Um, it's better than it's better than the one in 26, so I'd probably go with Pope. Do you agree with that, Andy? Yeah, I was between him and De Gea, to be perfectly honest, um, because Watford at home, we concede loads of chances. Um, and even against Watford, he could end up getting three bonus points and, <laughs> and save points as well. But I think you look at that Burnley double and I think that makes sense. If De Gea gets, sorry, if he gets save points against Watford... Oh, we will get save points against anybody. It that means King matter. and Dennis will be getting shots. So maybe I'll need to keep him for that fixture as well. <laughs> <laughs> Stop it. It's like two things collide. A team that, that can't shoot <laughs> and a team that can't not concede shots on target against them. But yeah. Um, <laughs> so 
But if we go to defenders then, Rich, who, who have you got down for your defenders for game week 27? So it's a, um, it's a it's a 3-4-3 again. I've gone with Tarkowski for the aerial prowess that we mentioned earlier. Um, Cancelo, um, just because it's Cancelo and it's a great fixture. And yeah, he's, it's Cancelo. He's heavily owned. I wouldn't not go without him. Um, and Livramento, because if he's starting and they're playing there against Norwich, he's a nice, cheap starter to get in and he's got a great game. Nice. I like yours so far, Rich, because I've got two of the four you've mentioned in my team. Um, Andy, um, uh, we've got a few defenders. Yeah, really similar. Uh, so I've gone Cancelo. Uh, I've also gone Karkovsky as well. Uh, but my third one that I've gone for is Dallow at United. If he's still holding his place by then, I think against Watford, a clean sheet could be quite nice. It's, it's obviously um, frees up a few funds as well. I was tempted to go with someone like Laporte and get the Man City double. But if we're free hitting, I think I want to try and target the... Uh, the midfielders for City. So, as we're talking about this, I'm getting really jealous because I've had an idea in my mind of something that would be beautiful, but it'll probably be horrific as well. Um, I'll wait till after the midfielders. Um, if if we come to you, Rich, what um what midfielders would you be looking at? Uh, I've gone for KDB and Mares in the mm-hmm. City midfield, and uh, I've kept I've gone for Bruno against Watford and Son against Leeds. Nice. Very expensive midfield there. Yeah, I'm guessing money was no issue again. Yeah. Yeah. There's nothing, nothing going on up front. No Salah. Yeah. Um, what about you, Andy? Yeah, so I've gone for Son as well. Uh, I've gone for Gallagher uh, for Crystal Palace against uh, Burnley. Uh, I've gone for Bowen still, even though it's against Wolves. I feel like Bowen, it's, it's the same thing as we mentioned in the, uh, in the previous game week. I think he's just in unbelievable form at the moment. Uh, did I mention Son? I think I did, didn't I? You did. Uh, and then I'm doing a bit of a cop out here because I, I don't know who to go with until the week actually comes up, but it will be two City midfielders. So it'll be Mares and Sterling or KDB and Mares or something like that. And mm-hmm. Mares is the one I want. I really want Mares to be able to play because I feel like nobody would own him. And when he does play, he's just going to be electric. So he's, it, it's Mares is the one I really want. If, if he gets to the point where he's, he's maybe going to be playing. Yeah, and on penalties as well, which is yeah. which is huge. That was why KDB hit the price he did a couple of years ago because of all those penalties. So, and he's yeah. not miss, missing recently. I think he was quite bad for Leicester though, so he, maybe it could be coming. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the Man City penalty curse. Like the reason I got so excited when you were saying the defenders is obviously I'm not going to be on free hit, but I was just thinking, imagine having Pope, me, and Tarkowski. Like with that thing Rich mentioned earlier, you've got all the aerial threat. You've got one of the best goalkeepers FPL's ever seen. Like that would be, oh. it's just going for it, isn't it? The joy it just of reminds a clean me, sheet. Just reminds me of that Sheffield United triple up I did a couple of years ago. And it's, like, it's just bringing back horrible memories. I, I was really jealous when you did it because I wanted yeah. to do it and couldn't get there. Yeah. Yeah. The one week they kept a clean sheet, I benched one of them. <laughs> <laughs> but it would only be for one week, like you mentioned earlier, Andy. It's yeah, like you, yeah, exactly. all these players would be gone. And yeah. then, you, because you don't have Cancelo, you could then just go like Sterling, Mares, Foden, Sterling, Mares, KDB. Like, yeah, I love that. And as long as your bench is all right. Yeah. It doesn't really matter. Do you know one's coming in. You know two are going to play. Yeah. Hopefully. And there's not often subs. I mean, Foden actually seems to get subbed quite a bit recently, but... Yeah. You know, if you went for KDB, Sterling and, and Mares, I think you'd probably be all right. Yeah. God, I wish I hadn't wasted my chip. But anyway, um, strikers, if we start with you, Rich. 
Uh, I've gone Veghorst again, uh, Broya, because they are playing Norwich, and I couldn't decide between Chris Wood and Tony, so I've put <laughs> Wood slash Tony, because I'm really torn on that one. Like how that's not the tough decision in the in the team. <laughs> no, brilliant. Um, have you got any of the same, Andy? Uh, so I went Kane, uh, Kane, Broja, uh, and outside chance, I went Dakar as well against oh, wow. Burnley. Yeah, I thought um, Leicester are having to score loads of goals at the moment. And against Burnley away, I think that could be quite nice. Um, could ruin the triple up that you've got at the back of Burnley in your imaginary free hit. But uh, <laughs> I've just noticed you've gone for Gallagher as well. So you really yeah. hate Burnley. <laughs> I just, I, yeah, it was when you asked me to do this, I started looking at it and I really found it hard to pick Burnley players, to be honest. I, I had Tarkovsky, but apart from that, I wasn't really that enthralled by having him. Corne, I was all over a couple of weeks ago, but now I'm just looking at it and thinking, I'm really struggling to get motivated to pick them. Uh, yeah. It's in the double game week because you look at it and some of those fixtures are gorgeous for the other teams. Um, and so, yeah, I'm, I'm struggling a bit. I, I'll go with one, but I'm struggling to get more than one in. It's why I kind of like, though, the, you know, when you've got a crap team with a double, just going for their defenders, because you can actually get luck, really lucky with defenders sometimes. Like you can get lucky yeah. clean sheets. You can get like Webster goals. You know, stuff, stuff like that. Um, and it also means if you went Tarkowski and me, you know, imagine you, you know, this all this research where, you know, Palace and Leicester concede loads from corners and then you get the wrong one. You get like the, you had me actually, didn't you, when you got concussion yeah. and yeah, everyone else had Loughton. Well, yeah. everyone else, like a select few very lucky managers yeah. had Loughton. Um, <laughs> so it limits getting the wrong one as well. So maybe there's partly some indecision picking between two players. Just go for go for two or three of them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, but that, I thought that, I thought that was quite useful. Um, going going through all those. Um, it's made me. It has actually made me a bit jealous because it does look like a good week to free hit in 27. Um, and I guess that's why it's important because you need to make that decision like now if you're going to be doing it in 27 because it will impact on your transfers. It's the it's the loading up on Arsenal and Liverpool this week when it looks so good, free hitting, and then coming back to Liverpool playing against West Ham, which isn't amazing, but then Arsenal potentially having a double. I don't. I, I'm assuming Rich did exactly the same as me and looked at it and just thought that looks like such a good option to have. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I when I when I drew this up, I wanted because there's potential for a blank game week slash double game week in 33 around the FA Cup sort of time. I just I kind of made my decision then that if I can I'm going to try and hold both of my free hits for those double game weeks so 33 and 36. So that is probably why I was a little bit more cautious about getting free of each of Liverpool and Arsenal and wildcard because I didn't want to be left with six for 27 because I want to try mm. I definitely I'm I'm not going to free hit in 27 I'm going to try and squeeze through it without a free hit in 30 as well. Um but I would really, really like Saka this week, but I'm not going to be able to get him because it'll it'll push me over the edge for 27. So, um, but yeah, like Arsenal and Liverpool is such a good idea to load up on him in free hit in 27 if you're if that's the way you're going. Mm. Let's go into transfer plans actually. Um, should we should we start with you, Rich? Obviously, you, you mentioned a bit of it already, but yeah. So I think if I if there's if there's no problems with my team at all. I've got to make a decision on the bench boost. My transfers, I was very, very sure that I wanted to do Fernandes to Son for a free transfer for his double and then Leeds the week after as a decent captaincy option. 
Um, and then I thought I might do Mopay to Jimenez as well, because it covers off another player in 30. He's got a double this week. His fixtures between aren't too bad. Um, but if I've got Veghorst injured, then, I mean, that'll rule out the bench boost, so I'll just have to bench him. So that's not that's not the end of the world. But whether or not I'd go through both those transfers, I don't know. And I know that Jot has come off at halftime in the Liverpool game, so I need to work out why that is. Um, and if it is just tactical, fine. But if he's got an injury, then that will present me with a problem that I did not expect. But I'm pro- if if all goes well, I'll do Son and Mope. Oh no, sorry, Fernandez and Mope to Son and Jimenez. Does selling Bruno not worry you? Yeah, especially after what happened to you with Sterling and the fact that Leeds mm. are absolutely dreadful. Um, you know, like Everton looked really poor and then they turned Leeds over. I think that speaks volumes about how bad leads are at the moment um so yeah it is a concern and like you know they've got Watford the week after so I could just hold Fernandes but yeah. um yeah I need to I need to weigh up closer to the deadline because it's something I think I think maybe the like you mentioned the thing that happened with, me with Sterling has altered my thinking a bit but I was thinking like if I had Bruno I would probably end up keeping him because he scored that hat-trick against Leeds didn't he in like it, that was game week one so like we were saying about the reverse fixtures um <laughs> I don't always like using, you know, previous games, but, you know, it, that would be on my mind as well. And I yeah. think what, what happened there was I did a transfer because I didn't have a bench, but I didn't need to remove Sterling before Norwich. And I guess you don't need to remove Bruno before Leeds. Not but really. But you need Salah because this is yeah. the big week. Well, it. no, I've got Salah already, so I oh, don't even need to. Oh, yeah, so it's I, gone, isn't I it? Work, yeah, so I work on a limit. So it would be to gain, it would be to gain a fixture, albeit against... Uh, Burnley and then I've and then I captain him probably in 27 against Leeds so that was my thinking and my a lot of it was the fact that you know sorry Andy but United are a bit crap and I've you know like that when when Bruno got his hat-trick against Leeds on the first day of the season that was pre-Ronaldo and they looked so much better they looked a lot more fluid and they just and then the minute he came in it started to go downhill and I just worry like that with Ronaldo in that team, they aren't, they don't, they can't play as well as they have done in the past. So, I mean, if there's heavy rumours that Ronaldo is going to be benched for that Leeds game, then I might keep him and just and just see what happens. But yeah, lots to think about. Who would be your captain for 27? Or is that so, depends on the transfers then? Yeah, so it might be that I double down and captain Bruno against Watford. That's why I wondered. That's why I wondered because I'm. I'm looking at keeping Ronaldo and benching him and then potentially captaining him for that for that Watford game, even though they're yeah. a bit defensive. I was just about to say, we're I not guess, the same Watford like, though, are they? No, but there's, there's not actually that many options. <laughs> I mean, actually, you've tempted me with the City ones, but... Yeah, so I don't know. Is. Like, whichever one of those I get, Son or I keep Bruno, will will be my captain in 27. So it's, I've got, to, yeah, I've got, to, I've got to think about it and hopefully not get it wrong. We, we've got a bit of time it's it's the next well it's the next week's transfers where we've got like 24 hours and that's when stuff like dennis and king happen um Ooh, so, yeah. that's the one to be careful of and it's why i wanted to cover both this week um andy um what are your moves looking like uh yeah so bruno to salah uh I kept money in the bank to make sure i could do that which is just as well i did because salah's rising like a mad thing at the moment um but i was always going to wait till after the champions league game to make any moves um so Bruno Sal is definitely happening. I, I, I've been toying with the idea of taking a minus four elsewhere because Martinelli is now going to be on my bench instead of playing. 
but I, I can't see anywhere else I can really do one. So I've got eight Nori, who has got a double this week and blanks uh, and plays in the blanks. So I don't really want to get rid of him. Got Luca Dean, who I, I don't want to get rid of either. Uh, and then I've got Edward, who's got a double this week, but then I want to get rid of him maybe later on. Mope, but there's no other striker I want to have. So it's really tough knowing where to move. Like, I thought about maybe getting Brozier in, but that just seems silly when I'm going to own him next week anyway in take game week 27 because I free hit. And then I could just get him in game week 28 after that. So I, I'm struggling to know where I can even make a minus four that's going to make a difference. Um, so I'm pro- it's probably just going to be Bruno de Sala and then triple captain Sala, to be perfectly honest. It does mean I'm likely to be playing five at the back in a double game week, which seems a bit off, but there you go. I guess I mean defenders can get very very lucky like like we mentioned you know with the Burnley ones you can get they get massive scores sometimes in double game weeks yeah they do it's just it's just the way it's fallen if Martinelli was was not suspended my team was set and I, I was just doing Bruno de Sala I'm more than happy I, I'm I, there's going to be hits flying around so much this week and hits for players that have just got double game weeks and maybe people that aren't haven't planned and stuff like that so Maybe going in with, what's am I going to have? Eight double game weekers that I wanted to have as well is is the play without any hits. You know, maybe that is the best way to go this week. Yeah, nice. And then Salah, triple captain. And, yeah, and Salah, yeah. Salah. Um, Andy, have you thought about when you're going to bench boost? Yeah, I'm going to do what I've been preaching today and use it as an opportunistic chip and just wait till uh, kind of week throws itself up, basically. Um, Very nice. I'm probably going to do the same as you. I, I, it depends whether I free hit in 30. If, if I get to 30 and I think, whoa, no, actually, no, this isn't working and I free hit in it, then I'll bench boost in 30, 35, 36, whichever one it is. So, um, yeah, it, it all depends on 30. If I get past 30, we'll see what happens, basically. But then you've got that ticking clock I was mentioning, you know, as you get nearer and nearer the end of the season. Um, yeah. I'm sure I'm sure there's still like, what, a third of the season to go, something like that. You know, there is a long way to yeah. go. And I've, I've wildcarded now, so I've got the two playing keepers, which I, I haven't had all season. So I know that I'm going to have a keeper that I want in the, you know, on my bench. And then getting the other three, I don't think it's going to be too bad. I've just got to try and make sure I keep a striker there. But Brozier's perfect because he gives you that cheap striker that you can use in a bench boost. So it's, yeah, I, I'll see what happens moving forward. But I haven't really nailed when it's going to be yet. So I'm just trying to be a little bit fluid with that last free hit and bench boost at the moment. Nice, nice. It's it's so complicated at the moment because I'm trying to all these different strategies. I'm trying to like visualize both your teams when you're saying them. Um, <laughs> it, yeah, it's it's different, and my own one obviously. Um, yeah. I'm actually considering rolling this week, um, which I haven't seen many people looking at doing. But it's just my team's like in a really weird situation where I've got 0.1 in the bank. Um, I like all my single game week players. So I've got four with a single game week and then the rest are all, you know, they've got doubles. It does include the two Watford guys, um, but I'm more than happy to just to, to play them because they've got a double. So I've got Bowen at home to Newcastle as a single game week, Foden at home to Spurs, Cancelo at home to Spurs, and then Kukurea at home to Burnley, which has worried me a little bit with talking about Dunk being out. Maybe Kukurea's not as good. I, st- I still quite like him. Um, but because of, the, because of the lack of money and the fact I've already got Saka and three Liverpool, you know, who won't be playing next week. I feel like I might have to, might have to roll. Um, and I'm also, I haven't even mentioned I'm benching Ronaldo um, to, to get this team out. So <laughs> I'm already benching because I'm assuming he might be benched. I mean, this could be worse than selling Sterling, like benching a, you know, premium striker. I can see Andy's face trying not to laugh. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh, like owning Ronaldo, and I benched it. I, I, yeah. How can I play him if 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 it looks like he there's a chance he's benched? You know, I've got the two Watford strikers. You know, with two games, Bowden at home to Tottenham, Bowen at home to Newcastle. I think I think it's the I think it's the fact you're rolling and benching Ronaldo. I, th- I think that's I, it. Like if I transfer him out, I'm not going to play his replacement unless unless I go for Kane. But then I've got to bench one of again the Watford strikers, Bowen or Foden. Well, just bench one of the Watford strikers and be done with it, mate. I mean, you get the wrong that's one. That's exactly it. Like, yeah. Then we said, you know, oh. Kane's got that game against Man City anyway. And also, the the downside of doing Ronaldo to Kane is I'm not freeing any money up, like, for future weeks. Yeah. Whereas I feel like I could justify it more. You know, if I was freeing up a couple of million for the blank game week, then I could justify it that way. The only move I'm actually looking at is Kukurea could go to Tierney or could go to Tarkowski. But if I go for Tierney, I've then got five players not playing next week because I haven't got Ramsdale. I've already got Guaita, who's already doubling. So I'm I'm doing what we mentioned earlier. You know, I'm going to have Kukurea for this week and then Kukurea in the blank and Kukurea thereafter, one a week. If I go for Tierney, he has possibly two games this week, then a blank where I play 10 men. And then he may or may not have a double. Yeah, it's tough. I I kind of see what you mean. Would you want to just like free up all the funds and go to someone like Brojo, who's got Everton and Norwich at home in the next two weeks? What for Ronaldo? Yeah, potentially. Um, I think if and I had two could, free transfers, I'd probably do that. But yeah. the fact if I then leave it a week and have two transfers, I guess I've got so much flexibility because yeah. I could captain Ronaldo. I you could do or it could... then as well. Yeah. Yeah. But then Brojo's got Norwich in twenty-seven. That's what, yeah. Which is probably. Just as good as Ronaldo at home to Leeds. No, at home to Watford, sorry. Yeah, I'm in a real pickle. Like, maybe I should roll. I haven't done a hit, like, for months. <laughs> it's these Watford strikers, mate. They, they cause so <laughs> many problems everywhere. You, you're having to play both of them when you know they're not going to do anything and you're benching Ronaldo and the, rolling a draft. You know the worst thing about Dennis? I, I sold Pookie and spent oh. more money... And then Pookie, you know, he's got nine points, five points. Um, I wouldn't be tempted to play Pookie this week. Like that—that that was the worst decision. The worst decision of my season. That was worse than selling to Salah. Was doing Pookie to Dennis. Like, oh, <laughs> but I'm I'm on now. So yeah, I, I, but obviously I'm triple captain in Salah. I don't have my bench boost. Um, and my moves are going to be something boring slash weird slash rolling. But yeah, no. Um, thanks guys for coming on coming on today. I know I asked you at quite short notice as well, and it's really complicated at the moment with these game weeks um do you want do you want to plug anything andy anything clean <laughs> no not much of it obviously you know come and watch me on scout cast all the stuff we're doing for scout and stuff as well um but no apart from that no nothing really i don't think yeah brilliant brilliant well, it's nice speaking joe it's been a while since since we spoke you know voice to voice as it were or face to face yeah yeah as it, it felt like we used to do it quite a bit whereas obviously recently with the different things we're both doing and stuff trying to find time to be able to fit each other in is quite tricky isn't it but I've, I've loved being on again so thank you very much for inviting me mate yeah no thanks for coming on and yeah you're basically podcasting like every night every night so <laughs> yeah, yeah when i'm not parenting yeah and that yeah um, um how's it um not how's it going rich um <laughs> thanks for coming yeah, on rich i was gonna say how was like your third time in a season because because i think last time you asked for the equivalent of like a match ball or something yeah, I mean, if you've got, I'll take that. I'll take that Saints helmet in the background if that's going. Yeah, it's, like Actually, it's probably worth a lot less now. Breeze is retired. So. <laughs> yeah, 
Um, no, as always, I really enjoy coming on, chatting FPL with you. And um, it's nice to see Andy. I think the last time we actually saw Andy was in July when he was eating his Toblerone in the lounge. And we um, <laughs> dropped him a quick FaceTime. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was like, um, what? <laughs> yeah. But that, yeah, I'm on I'm on Twitter at uh, richp underscore FPL if you want to follow me. Um, but yeah, nothing really to plug. My articles are on Fantasy Football Hub. Um, if you fancy a read of those, but yeah, yeah. And how's that? How's the? Oh, we didn't even ask how the metric team was doing. Yeah, it's all right. Fifty-six k. Um, <laughs> Andy's face. Yeah, it's catch. It's catching Andy up now. And, um, <laughs> yeah. talk, I mean, I start talking about Jimenez. He slags it off, and then he starts considering it himself. But um, yeah, it'll it'll catch him before long. Are you, you going to catch it? <laughs> Me, I'm fifty nine k. Not far behind. Oh, think, it's ahead. Of, oh, oh, I was on the. Yeah, never mind. Never mind. I was on the wrong wrong page. <laughs> no, I might start. I Is might it going to catch you then? <laughs> I might start. I might start replicating what it does because it seems to be working quite well. So I might just have two of exactly the same teams. Although, yeah, one's my wife's. She does all the moves. So course. you're just going to rep copy your wife's moves? Yeah. Yeah. yeah nice. Nice. Well, <laughs> <laughs> thanks again for both coming on. And you've just got one more thing to say. Up the pod. Up the pod. Up the pod. Up the pod.